So guys, right now, the only option that a lot of us have in certain parts of the country for an education is by taking classes online, over Zoom, over whatever program that your course might be using. But the good folks over at MSU Denver Online, they've been doing the online education thing forever. So what that means is the teachers that you take classes from at MSU Denver Online, the teachers that I took classes from when I was in a class last summer, they've been teaching online forever. So they know what they're doing. You know, they know how to get information across to you in a really engaging manner. They know how to cater to the needs of an online class. So it's a great experience, MSU Denver Online. Check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online. Sign up for a class next summer, sign up for a class next fall, no matter what type of student you are, first time freshman, or maybe you're just looking to go back to school and earn your degree, finish up some credits. Check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online. Pump up that pump. Pump it, pump it up. Pump it. Friday, I told you guys I was feeling good. I told you I was feeling good. Lasers, 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 lasers. What's up, everybody, and welcome into the Winner's Lounge Let's go. here at the NBR. Let's go. There was not a single air horn on that. I don't know what the hell. We did. Yeah, this came before it. Lasers, lasers, lasers. I'm telling you, man, this is the way to do a Friday night. That was a hell of a game. I was going to say this, by the way. Yeah. That was a hell of a game when I thought the Nuggets might not pull it off, but when they pull it off, it makes it like a hundred times better. I've never had a harder time enjoying such a good game. I, I, <laughs> not until the last five minutes was that fun. Man, let's we're, go. We're going to break down every aspect of this, guys. We're, of course, here live at the DNVR bar. We got the abs in the background right now in overtime. Oh, they just oh, blew a goal opportunity. <laughs> There's no better place to be, by the way, than the DNVR bar. Oh, they, they Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Lasers, lasers, lasers. Nuggets win, abs win. Hell, hell yeah, baby. Let's get this going. Uh, all right, I'm Adam Modest, guys. I'm joined by Brendan Vogt. Let's go, baby. Winner's Lounge. Yeah, the vibes are off the chart, man. Eric, Eric Weedham, you know him as d yeah, yeah, The vibes are a little, like, intense, honestly. Like, I need to take a little vibe. It is true. It's like it a little true. You're blasted off to a little, little too high of a place here. A little vibey. And then I've got uh, Duvalier, a.k.a. Superstar Dev. I just love to see that Eric is not the, the, the most hyped one of the day. So that, <laughs> that's been getting me going. And it, like, like everybody's been saying, the vibes here are amazing. The, the Avalanche are going to win the game. The Nuggets just came off of a very, very big win. This is great. I'm telling you, there really is no better place. To be. I'm not even hyping it because there's no need for me to hype it. We're sold out every night because we can only have a handful of people. Know. For safety reasons, a good reason. But we can only have a handful of people, and it's like the best place on earth to be. So should you... For our next Nuggets watch party, which, when is it, Eric? Is it tomorrow? Uh, it might be tomorrow. It is tomorrow. You're going to want to get here early and come down because there's no better way to spend your Saturday. Um, guys, best win of the season. There's no question. No question. There's, there's no question. Hold on, hold on. Do you remember when they beat the, the, the 76ers Knicks? when yeah. they had nine players? <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Do you guys remember? Who was the guy on the 76ers? Matthias uh, Thibel? No, 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 no. Tyrese Maxey. No, 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 no. Matthias. We already forgot his name. That's not a real guy. Anyway, he's not on the team anymore. It wasn't that game. He retired to churn butter. This was by far the best win. And, you know, some things went Denver's way tonight. Some things didn't go Denver's way tonight. But this was, to me, a win that reminded you about what the Nuggets are. They were resilient. They were talented. And they got contributions from a bunch of different guys. I'd love to sit up here and tell you that Jokic, you know, did this single-handedly or Jamal Murray did it single-handedly or whatever. But to me, the story of the game, I'm going to go first tonight, I guess. Please. The story of the night to me was that you got contributions from everyone. Nobody was perfect. Nope. But a lot of guys were good enough when it mattered to get it done. You know who was perfect? 
Brendan vote. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank, yeah, I mean, we could start with Will Barton, who had a rough game until he had a good game, right? Yeah. And it found ways to contribute. Uh, Gary, man, what a night around the rim. Yeah. He was great. And then to piggyback off your point, which also sort of bleeds into mine, I'm doubling down on this bench thing. I mean, since they've gotten healthy, er, since it's looking somewhat closer to what they had in mind in the offseason, these guys look competent. Maybe not the best be- bench in the league, but competent. They kept the starters alive tonight. Yeah. Dev, what's your takeaway, man? What's your biggest takeaway from this game? My biggest takeaway is not only did they get contributions from so many guys, they got contribution from guys that were not giving them those things. Right. Uh, Gary Harris has his best game of the season tonight. Yeah. Um, I mean, Monte, Monte's been amazing, but tonight he takes it to another level and he, he honestly wins them the game. Um, the bench mob came through. They did exactly what they needed to do. Yeah. This was a team effort tonight. It wasn't just one guy or two guys getting it together. Everybody came together, and it was their biggest win of the of the season. So great. Eric, what stands out, man? <sighs> I mean, a lot of people in the comments talking about bench, talking about you know, the, you know, the, the, the bench Monte, is great. Gary. The bench is great. It's always Nikola Jokic, though. It's like really? just always the yo. This man like well, I mean, didn't have the greatest game by his standards. His standards are so absurd at this point in time. Yeah. But like, he scores what twenty seven points. Like he he just does exactly what's needed all the time. Like whenever the the chips get down, like you just turn to Nikola. Oh, oh damn! Oh, what, is that? Yo, what is that? Yo, what is that? Man, got that's wild, bro. Through. Oh, winner shots here. What are we nervous. drinking tonight? Guys, how about a sh- uh, how about a shout out for Super Producer Kale? You guys, yeah. everybody, yeah. 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 Let's just drink Super Producer Kale. Can I can I pace myself because I got to do a whole show? Let's do these here like first break. Yeah, man, this was. I mean, this really was the feel-good win of the season. And I'm we curious if, like, season, yeah. the narrative flips entirely if they would have lost this game. Because they've lost, look, Dallas in overtime. You know, uh, Sacramento, they have that big lead and they blow it off a couple bad calls. Like, I wonder how much flips if they don't pull this one out. I think quite a bit. <laughs> you mean, like, our personal moods? Our, yeah, everything about I mean, it. Yeah, this was a big game. This but big to game. actually pull it out against a good team... A team that they're trying to catch up to, and yeah. by the way, this weekend they can. They now they are within one game. They can take over, you know, with them tomorrow night. I just think it means the world because last year the Nuggets were so good in the clutch. They closed out so many of these, and this year they just haven't yet. I mean, yeah. what games have they closed out in the clutch? They needed one like this, and and for it to be a, a team effort is just it's so impactful. And right now, two you know strong performances in a row is is a big if. But let's say they follow this <laughs> up with with a win against Phoenix again. This is probably the moment we look back on two, three months from now, and you go, right. that's where they saved their season. Now, knock on all the wood, jobs have finished here, but they needed this one. There's no doubt about and, it. And, and, like, it's, is it a coincidence? It, this The biggest win of the season comes when they're finally at full yeah, force. Yeah. At full, I mean, it, it's not, I, I do not personally believe it is a coincidence. Like, yeah. they've, the Nuggets have just been victims of circumstance in this early part of the season, and, like, things just haven't been going their way. They've been treading water to the best of their ability. But, like, this looked like the Nuggets tonight. Right? Yeah, it really did. It was a great, this was a great game, too. I mean, it was just, the Nuggets looked horrible in the first half. Their defense was absolutely getting shredded. That pick and roll, and I put this Good out word. at halftime, Chris Paul was trying to make everyone aware of just how bad Denver was in the pick and roll, but not even the pick. So the pick and roll, where you get the, you know, they can turn the corner, get into the paint, Jokic has to step up, and it's either a lob or everybody collapses, the kick out to the corner. Yeah. They were just doing whatever they wanted in that first <laughs> half. And it was, and you watched it and you just go like, my God, this team can't, can't guard anything. Make the appropriate adjustments in the second half. But more important, I just thought the sense of urgency and yeah. pushback and yep. fight was, was there in that second half. And you saw a team that, 
it felt to me like this game was more important to Denver than it was to Phoenix tonight, and and you got sort of that effort. If we go line by line by this, though, I want to start with Gary Harris. To me, I, I mean, Dev, you mentioned it. Tonight he goes 8 of 12. That alone, before we get to anything else, him converting shots, and he was only one of three from the three-point line. It wasn't like most of those shots were in the paint. But him being able to put the ball on the court, get to the rim, and finish, and he had a couple nice ones, to me, changes the whole complexion of the Nuggets when he's able to do that. Especially with a guy that's known for defense. He's your defensive yeah. stopper, um, um, unballed defender. And then he shows up on the offensive end. It gives you it gives you energy. It gives you a, a new team. It gives them a different look just to, to be able to have to get out on Gary Harris or just try to stop him from getting to the rim. Um, like like we've been saying, if Gary Harris starts out the game with a dunk or or a lay-in, it makes it a lot easier for him. I think that it loosens him up, and we saw that with the backdoor uh, dunk to get him started. Yep. And then from there, it's just like it's easy for him. It, it, it's it's getting him to going, and then the Nuggets look like they're at their best when, when he's going good. So if we go through the first six games of the season, he gets in double figures three of those six times, uh, and two points, seven points, two points. Those are his single-digit games. The other one's 10, 11, 14. So first six games of the season, really rough. They hit a bit of an easy patch, you know, started playing some easier teams. He scores 10, 15, 21, 14, and then tonight he gets 8 and 11 in there as well. But then tonight he goes off for 19 points. You know, so much of, uh, so much of a season when it's this young, you look at it in aggregate. But really, if you can look at this in blocks and say, okay, the first seven or eight games, not very, like, terrible, absolutely horrible. Last seven or eight games, he actually looks pretty good. Right. So are we, as the pendulum, do you feel like we can start to swing it back? I mean, we already tied this conversation in the last show, Yo. but tonight was the most impressive one because of who it was against. Is it swinging back in the other direction for Gary? This this game was officially the beginning of the Royal Order of Mr. Nuggets <laughs> coming together. Bringing it to get like his you proclamations. Gotta, you you have to insane. watch a game with Eric because after every possession, he declares any player back. Like even guys <laughs> no, no, who no, haven't no, no. been missing. No, 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 no. I did not declare Jamal back even once this game. Oh man, I declared Gary back multiple times. You know multiple why? Times. Jamal He's has some back. big plays. I mean, man. what do you want from me? The man's back. <laughs> that he was. He outscored Jamal. He was. Was he the second leading scorer of the game? He was for the Nuggets. That yeah. was unthinkable in the first portion of this season. I mean, we're still in even five minutes of this game. And like, (laughs) I mean, he's, you know, like it's still, it's still very touch and go when Gary touches the ball, but like he's starting to make smart drives to the basket. He's starting to do things that are like well within his wheelhouse. Things are are loosening up. He had a, he had a floater. Gary Harris hit a floater. Like, and part of this is, you know, Denver found a lineup combination that worked and the combination was to play four guards around Jokic four wings I mean you end up going you have you have Paul Millsap who is played 20 minutes tonight which is more and less in line with what he's been playing you had Jermichael Green who also just couldn't make up for Denver's defensive deficiencies they were trying a bunch of different things out on the perimeter with them but those backside rotations they just couldn't cover you end up going to guards you're able to switch a little bit more on the perimeter you're able to say you know what they're not going to beat us yeah. on the perimeter because we have all these different guys and when that happened Gary finds himself in in Oh, like, because they're not running all the stuff, it's like okay, now Garrett, now you just have to score on Gary, and, and he did you a know great what job. This sounds like, and you know what that looked like—the Utah series, right? Paul Millsap yeah. out there getting torched on spread pick um, and rolls. Not really a good alternative. Yeah, Even Michael Porter as well I mean, in the well, Utah series. It's a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it all it all goes hand in hand, right? <laughs> yeah. But then they make that adjustment. This is clearly not a Millsap matchup, and like you said, it allows Gary to be Gary. 
uh, huge down the stretch. I, like the Gary stuff is exhausting because it does seem like we relitigate re his role yeah, for sure. and his stock after every single win. Well, but, works, baby. but there are two. If you look at his his numbers at the rim this season, which can change drastically, it's so such little data. But his numbers at the rim and his numbers out of the corners as a shooter. Right. This those, is maybe those are your spots. And that's okay. All if right. he's going to be who he can be defensively and he can hit corner threes and finish decisively at the rim, there's still a role for Gary. He just has to zero in on that. Yo, I got to tell you, there's people are a little bit, they're, getting, they're uneasy about how long we're letting these shots sit. I'm ready to go. I just want the Serbians to know. Warm. Oh, really? The Serbians yeah. are, so you can't let Rakia sit there. It's like bad, bad, all right. All I'm, bad doing is reading. You know I'm just reading. I'm just reading. All right. What are we? Uh, what are we cheersing to here? Over uh, being over five hundred? Yeah, dude. To road tripping? To road tripping? What are we doing here? The quest for five hundred is in our rearview mirrors until next game. Until Let's next go! Game. There we go. Oh my god, Cheers, I'm looking guys. forward to it. Woo! I love it so much. Honking like a goose. Everything. Honking honk. like a goose. Oh god. Woo! It tastes so good when you put it in your mouth. It's <laughs> everything. Your lips. Yo. Um, my insides feel like they're on fire. Is that what? Is that what's that is to what it's supposed to happen? Oh, you know what? They're like it warms you. Fine. You're like that's your body yeah, fighting yeah, yeah. back against the <laughs> yeah. poison. I'll do they're another like, one. Like, Carol, I'll do another one right now. Wow. They're like it warms you, like being in a house fire. Um, wait, let's move on next to Will Barton because look, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> get to Jokic and Murray and Mon and uh, we're gonna get to Jokic and Murray, the stars. <laughs> but I want to get to the others because tonight this was so much about the others, you know. And Will Barton tonight, I thought was not very good in this game. Until he was great Until in this was game. Great, dude. And I even tweeted it out. When he came into the game, I'm, I'm, it was really more about Monte, who was also on the court. But I, my thought was, I trust Monte. Like, I want him on the court. Right. Will Barton oh. came up big on a bunch of plays in this game. Whether it was simple plays of the ball, you know, Murray-Jokic two-man game. If it doesn't work, you need a release valve. He was the release valve that then found the ball we were supposed to. What are we doing? Yo, Brendan, like, oh, uh, you wanted another Brendan one? laid the gauntlet down. He wow, was just trash talking. He didn't. Yeah, yeah really he didn't really want yeah, that I for didn't sure. Really want <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, you did call. I love that. That Yo, is a good bluff oh to call. My God. Oh, honking like a goose. You know what my uh, tongue tastes Walking like? Walking home. Rakia. <laughs> <laughs> I could use like a, a chaser of say, like a, an entire mountain. You know, I don't <laughs> mind the aftertaste of Rakia. Actually, no, I actually kind of like it. Okay, never the aftertaste. Never when drinking hard liquor have I been like, I wish this had just a touch of pear. Like, oh no, see, that's the thing I disagree about. I actually like that's what I like the after pear taste. You and I remain different. We do <laughs> remain. We remain different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you could chase Rakia with like black jelly beans and it'd be better. Dude, black jelly beans. The Serbians are proud of me. Uh, there you go. Um, we got to get on track here, guys. So, Will Barton tonight. <laughs> do we, I just, well, I'm. Is this on track? This feels like it is on track for but us. But I'm serious. <laughs> when, you, when you have the Murray Jokic two man game that can work as well as it yep. was, and Murray was up and down tonight. Yep. All the way through, especially in the second half, he had some great, great moments, and I thought he was actually good, but up and down. You need a release valve, and I thought Will Barton played that role very nicely. I know everybody, ourselves included, Sort of like we, we take that deep breath every time he catches it with like five Ooh, seconds sure left. And we're like, oh God, like, you know, whatever. But he converted enough and he got knocked down the, the, the free throws in the clutch. I thought he was, I thought he was absolutely great tonight. I also thought, I was going to say, like, how could you possibly. Well, in, why don't you ask the comment section with the. Well, right, did, in the clutch, check my like, DMs. Will Barton had one questionable drive to the rim where he, the ball got knocked out of his hands, but like everything else, he did. Exactly what you'd hope anyone would do. Right. Those those four free throws that he hit were as clutch as, as free throws get, and no. he knocked them down with with no hesitation. Like, 
dude, Will, I definitely Will, do does, not, to, Will does not I care about your opinion of him. It's very clear. Like, right. so really, when, better you're, when, you're, when you're yelling yeah. a, about Will to us, like, I don't know, what do you want us to do? He doesn't care. Like, if you would have asked me what he was going to go, he told me he gets six free throws in the clutch tonight. I would have said four or six, maybe five or six. And we're like, he goes six of six. Six of six. And they needed all six of them. Six of six, five of ten, one of two. And by the way, only ten shots, which was tied for fourth most on the team right limited stuff and there's one moment too and maybe i'm wrong on this now i'm two rocky shots deep he goes for that they have that jump ball and i think it follows will barden absolutely skying to get in there yeah. and break up an offensive board he doesn't get it but i'm just there are little things he does that i just don't think people appreciate and yeah. look if he doesn't hit those free throws right he, he was bad tonight the defense wasn't good but he did and when i talk about him being the release <laughs> valve a release valve has to be willing to take the shot yes and he yes. was tonight like yes you dude. can't be the release valve that's just like okay now everybody knows i'm giving it back and he was willing but i didn't think i thought he played it perfectly he really really did an incredible job tonight <laughs> i dev you haven't mentioned i mean what do you disagree at all with his game tonight no I, and and it's, it's great that you said he's the release valve because that's what he is a lot of the times. Um, a lot of the times, Barton gets the ball at the end of the shot clock. He has right. to get a shot up. He's one of the only players on the team that really can create for himself off of the dribble and also just if there's guys around, he's willing to take it. But he also right. makes a lot of veteran plays out there on, on the floor. He's the one that gives the ball back to Jokic where he finds whoever the hot man is. It's not like he's just out there jacking yes. um, no. like he used to. Um, you got to find time. the hot man before you jack, like for that. sure, man. Like, you can't just jack. <laughs> you you can't don't jack until jack. You, if you, you see the hot man. You can't until you find the yeah, hot the, man. Once you find the hot man, you can jack <laughs> all you want. This is our job. This is Sorry. real. Sorry, Dev. I get paid for this. Dev's uh, just so offended. He's like, what? You don't understand why you're this close to me. <laughs> <laughs> talking about jacking it all the time. This is wild. Uh, the, wild. the other guy, <laughs> we're just going to move on. The other guy that has to be mentioned tonight, who is now a de facto starter in my mind. Oh. He doesn't start, but he's a de facto, de facto. starter. He's really a closer, and that's Monte Morris, man. Monmo, dude. dude. And, and it is funny because it's going to be situational. I shouldn't drink this. I kind of like Jokic. <laughs> I kind of like Jokic with with Gary, Monte, and Jamal. And then Barton tonight was that guy, but I thought he was great tonight. It could be PJ. Dude. You know, like there's different combos you can put out there, but I like it. I like it with that. But Monte, man. Dude, Monte has taken his game to he has. not even the next level. He's gone like three levels up. Like his finishing is like, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to, to say. Like it's just... It goes in every time. Like it doesn't matter the angle he comes in at, like the the release that he he comes at with it. Like it, the thing just goes in, and we weren't seeing this before. With what's his new trainer man. who now works for the Nuggets? What's his name? Do you guys not Keon? What was what, what, what is his name? Is it Keon? I can't I remember. I can't I'm remember sure. his name. Damn, but, we're counting on you here. No, because I've watched <laughs> well, I've watched them a lot. Just do it like in videos because they always post on Instagram and different things. One thing he he's always actually. Not that we see everything they work on, but he is on those videos always working on his like high releases, his like crazy finishes and this or that. Like that is a thing that you know he's put time into. Yep. And if you rewind to two years ago when he first broke onto the scene and we talked about how can he get better? And it's like, well, he's only so big right. and like his assisted turnover ratio is already so great. Like what can, maybe he can become a little bit better <laughs> of a three point shooter, but he's always for, already forty percent. Like, like what if he just becomes like incredible by the way can I, can <laughs> but I'm, that, that's what i'm getting at is one area that he got better that we all just discounted was his ability to finish because we thought little guys can't finish but he's figured out the craftiness and the touch he's, good and at, he's, he's improved every aspect yeah, he's of so his good game. can we shout out dnvr member uh vladimir aka circus k 
who emailed Basketball Reference to get a new nickname. Yeah, I saw that. The assist of Mon the, the count no? of Monte Assisto. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great just, one. Just it's a really good a one. That is amazing. It's not quite a nickname though. It's a you know. It's a it's a, it's, 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 but that he got but it. But it is good. I still read it. Page, dude. It requires. It's a nickname that requires you see it written out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, cool. He's also like it's also somehow fits perfectly. Like it oh, just so good. Fits, you know what I'm looking really forward to is for Brendan to get 1940s drunk, where like he has like bubbles coming out of his uh, <laughs> mouth and like a, a flap on his hat when he hiccups. <laughs> would he fall into the, the bucket of ale? <laughs> he just has X's on his eyes as he's walking around. It's gonna be incredible. We were talking. We, 1940s drunk. <laughs> we were talking though as the game was going on and we were sitting here, you know, going wild. Monte this year, where does he rank on Nuggets' best players? Yo. If you said most consistent players, he's number two. Like consistently good players, I think number two. But if you just say overall, I still think number. Th I still think three. I, I think mean, he's been their second best player. Jamal Murray. He's been their second best player. Man, this every we're taking it too hot. We're taking it too hot. No, we're not, dude. Jamal Murray's one <laughs> of the worst. Make the case. I want to hear Des' case. Who would be number two? Jamal. It, it can't be Jamal. He's having his worst year. Well. He's 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 not having an up year. We talk about all of his struggles. We could clearly see like something's wrong with him. We talk about that often. What what is the downfalls that we've had about Monte for the whole year? I'm yeah. with you, bro. Yeah. There is You're none. You're there is none. So he has to be number two. Like, of course, Nikola Jokic is number one and he's playing at an MVP level. But other than that, it has to be Monte who's been bringing it every single game. And Yo, he's been you agree with that? I don't know. He's like, he's definitely been. Yeah, thank the, you for helping him understand how microphones he's work. He's definitely yeah, been dude, like, you're so good most, at this, but you're so bad at those. It rises every time. You know? <laughs> yeah, like Monte's been the most consistent. Like his ceiling is not as yeah. high as Jamal Murray's is. Of course. And it's relative um, to expectations, sure. On yeah, a so I mean, Monte, you feel good when he is in the game. Like you don't ever feel like, oh, God. Um, but man, that's a t it's a tough question. Like circle of trust, though. It's oh, I mean, he's like the bull. Oh, he's the bullseye of the circle of oh. trust. Look, I think Jamal's defense is is like untenable right now. So I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, look, I'm hard on like Jamal. A, you are hard on Jamal. We have some like kind of I, rough feelings about Jamal here in this lounge. Which is funny because he was the only starter in a positive, and I thought he actually contributed in a lot of really he had meaningful a good ways. He had a good yeah. And you know what, man? A lot of this is expectations. In a lot yeah, of ways, it it's is, been yep. far better. To start We're holding him. To, yeah, one hundred percent. We're now holding him <laughs> well, to the expectation of, of we know that the Nuggets, in order to, for oh. them to be a Western Conference Finals team, he has to be a an All Star, not like full stop, an All Star caliber player. That's sort of what I'm saying. Yeah. But like Jamal was having trouble scoring tonight but he was dishing assists he was yeah. getting rebounds he was like being impactful in ways that he's not typically yeah. like i mean it, it monte was better but i'm just saying like jamal it's just it's I, the, the, the expectation can we wait so to for jamal can we do it on sure. the other side because we haven't so it's funny we've gone through an entire first segment and we haven't talked about Jokic, Murray, or Michael Porter. I was going to say, coming into the MPJ game was like the three biggest stories. <laughs> uh, but that's just how good of a night tonight was uh, oh, getting those, I those really contributions. I really thought Wind was going to be here for ad reads. You really thought so? Can you so, give huh? me five? Can you stop? <laughs> Are you for, like, serious? Minutes? Are you serious right now? Serious, bro. Our we kid. all have a job to do here. Like we all have our, <laughs> I, our little I had, like, roles. Six tonight. And... It was unclear which one was what. Wow. Right? <laughs> um, well, this is awkward now, guys. You guys want to? Do you want to do an ad? We talk a week ahead. Wow. Uh, well, it's the Zoom care ad, isn't it, Kim? Uh, no, that's only one. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, dude. Um, let's do King of the Game real quick. King oh, of the Game. Yeah. 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 Actually, tell us. We had a, a discussion about this. Like, look, 31, 8, and 10. Yo. Average Jokic night, right? Like, it was. that was just an. This, if you rank, they've had 15 games. This was probably his fifth worst game. I'm, and it was 31, uh, yeah. 8, and 10. <laughs> 
It, it is, I know. We really, like, there was a heated debate as to whether or not we could give it to Mr. Nugget. Sir Nugget. Monty Morris. Monty Morris was great. But you could have given it to Gary numbers, Harris. Dude. You could have easily numbers. said it. 31, 8, and 10. Are you kidding? Who, I want to see in the comments what people thought, it, who, who they yeah, thought who it should have been. I'm really the, curious what the consensus Did we get it is. wrong? We get most things wrong. Did we get it wrong? Let I think it was one of those things like uh, with like LeBron James for MVP and things like right. that. You want to vote for someone else just because. Yeah. To spice it up. You don't want to go after <laughs> the same person every single time. But 31, 10, and 8 is just hard to if argue it, If with. it was best player of the game. How many would Jokic win out of 72? I mean, like 74. <laughs> I would say 62. Like, yeah. Murray will catch yeah. nine of those, and there'll be a random game oh from somebody. God. I don't know who. But Murray would have a big game, maybe 40 points or something yeah, like he'll that. Get but about then nine of those. Jokic will still have his 30, 10, <laughs> so nine. True. Yo, the comments. And it just looks different. The comments what, what are, are exactly as we are. It goes all over the place. Jokic, Tay, Jokic, Tay. Come on, bro. Morris. Come on, bro. Jokic. <laughs> and so, on, bro. someone will tell us it was obvious no matter what. Yeah, Everybody, it's been obvious. Barton, we got a Barton one there. What do you know? All right. Are we ready for our break? <laughs> we're ready. All right. Uh, let's take a break. On the other side, though, we're going to get to Murray. We're going to get to Jokic. We're going to get to MPJ. I know you want to hear about that. While we're talking about this DraftKings skin of the game. Why don't you go ahead and just download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you do it. You can turn $1 to $257. If McGregor Is that ha fight happening now? When is the McGregor fight? Tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. That's right. So you can still do it. You can bet $1 to turn it into uh, $257. If McGregor wins that first round by knockout, place your bet. Watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code DNVR for new players to get $257 if McGregor wins by first-round knockout. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's talk about Hassle Cattle Company. Hell yeah. We used to bring you, well, we've been bringing you the damn good beer. Now we're bringing you the damn good beef. It's the best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the country, Hassle Cattle Company. Fourth-generation cattle farm out of Texas. They ship to all over the U.S. of A. They're dope. If you use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order, that's DNVR10 for 10% off. Plus, any orders over $200, you receive free shipping. Check out Wagyu beef. Get it delivered now. Easy. It's easy to make. It's delicious. Yo. Get way to get both easy to make and delicious. Man, we have a great comment here. 2-0 and in the pre-game pre era. Or the pre-show. Pre-game show. Dude, right. Ice Under Adam's Fridge would know, too. Yeah, he knows this the whole time. This is all about us. You know? <laughs> the whole Nuggets <laughs> basketball thing. I don't want to. Yeah, so yeah. hey, check out HassleCattleCompany.com. Yeah. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Sam, he, he didn't even mention the marbling. It's like, what, what is he doing? It's all about the marbling when it comes to that Wagyu. <laughs> Feel free to take over, Eric. <laughs> Can you imagine Eric doing the reads? Oh, my nope. God. Um, all right. about it, though. So, people, people might listen. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Let's start with Yo let's start with Jokic because he's the easiest to discuss. Oh, my God. 31, 10, and 8. And I did think there were parts tonight of the game that he was not good in. But when push came to shove, and when I say push came to shove, I mean the entire fourth quarter in overtime. When he touched the ball, I was like, they're going to do something good here. They're going to score. And when he didn't, and there was a handful of possessions when he didn't, I was just like, what are we doing? Yo. Always let him touch. Yo. He missed one or two shots, but it didn't matter because they were always like, you knew the percentages were going to work out. I mean, the guy is playing at such a high level that I'm not kidding when I say that tonight, 
I wasn't that impressed with him. You gotta, relative to himself, uh, I was very impressed with him in a vacuum. But relative to himself, I, I thought this was like a below average game. You he had to, 31, 10, and you eight. You have to like treat Jokic like he's ten year old, ten years old, and just let him eat. Didn't I you know. feel like he he missed some shots tonight? Jokic missed some of shots. Course. Fifteen of twenty seven from the field. It's so crazy because if, if you would ask me his percentage, I'd have been like, this was a low one, forty four percent, forty five. And didn't you feel like he turned 60. it over too much? Three. Yeah, <laughs> he was fine. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he was incredible. Picks to Devin Booker's pocket at the end of the game. Well, that's what I was going to say. His actually, because he had a bunch of cloach, a bunch of cloach clutch plays tonight, and his must, most clutch plays were, were defensive. <laughs> and you know what? That's <laughs> Rocky getting me, or what's going on here? That's that one streak. It's getting Rocky uh, in this lounge. Man. I just want to say it's old news, man. Like, for however accurate it's or inaccurate true, any of the defensive narratives about Jokic have been, some of it's real. I'm not all, but. I've been here for what three years now. I watch Jokic make clutch well, steals down the stretch of games every week. Yep. Well, I want to make a point though about Denver's defensive struggles, because some of this is on Jokic, and it's not on Jokic because he's screwing up assignments. It's that Jokic has real limitations. Yes. And that is if that you get into the paint against him, he's cooked. Yep. Like he can't step out and block shots. People aren't afraid to go at him. Yep. So he gets caught in between. The key is you can't let guys get into the paint without working for it. And tonight in that first half, especially, they didn't work for it at all. And so some of this, I don't want to say like guards, how could you do this? Because if they have Rudy Gobert behind them, the guys aren't getting around right. him because they're not trying sure. to get around him. Sure. So there is a little bit of this that we have to say is Definitely. also on Jokic. But at the same time, that's who he is. So true. And I, and you have to be able to like. I just think it get it gets weighed against him more because of an idea of what center should exactly, be. Right. Exactly. And I think this idea is a lingering symptom slash side effect of the Golden State era, where it was like, oh, you have to be Jared Allen or Clint Capella right, or right. whatever. First of all, all those guys got played off the floor anyway. Right. Right. As it turns course. out, Golden State was too good for your. Pick a position, right, point right, guard, yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we've learned is that you don't have to be Jared Allen. You don't yeah, have to be Clint Capella. It. And it's okay if you don't protect the rim, if you get defensive rebounds, get lots of steals, and are the best offensive player in basketball. Some Yo. people some people drink Rakia and they get drunk. He gets Serbian. Yo, Just de up. Defensive of Jokic. I want to fight. He will go to war for Jokic right yeah. now. Brendan As rimming with a knot over All here. that said, he did kind of get cooked by Aiden. But I'm still right. I'm yeah. still right. The thing about Jokic is it's funny because he just challenges you to think about every thing that you thought you know about the yeah, center for sure defensively he doesn't defend above the rim at all but below the rim he's a menace dude he's like gets his those octopus arms that's what it is like yeah uh, we just said this long ago Jokic is just like this lunky guy with, that had magical octopus arms fused to his body and he like really then he j he's just does things that don't make sense so I like, just go ahead Deb. one of the things you talked about Adam which was a good point was um there's limitations when it comes to Jokic, especially on the defensive end. A lot of times we see guards switch over to the big guys, and the, and, and the guards are going to eat them up, and they're going to attack every single time, and we think that that's not a good defensive play. Um, but I think a lot of it is Jokic saves so many guys on the offensive end. Yeah. They need to hold him down on the defensive right, end as well. Right. They yes, put him in spots where he's, he's switching on to a guard that he should not be on, and then there's no help side. And then also that's, that's them just getting penetration – in the first half, they got yep. into wherever they wherever wanted to get to, and they put Jokic in very bad spots where he's trying to help side or he's trying to get out, which is really a good play by a, a, a immobile big man. Right. But he also was trying to get back, and then, and then he gets scored on. So I think that they need to do more of trying to defend him yeah. on defense. Right. Here, here's another take for it, and I think this one's actually 100% accurate. He carries more of an offensive burden than any player in the NBA. 
any any center in the NBA. Like you have your Embiid's, you have your other guy, your Carl Anthony Towns. Those guys can score, but they don't do what Jokic does offensively. No one does. So to expect him to play, this is like LeBron James. LeBron James doesn't play defense for four quarters. He has to pick and choose his spots. And I think that Jokic in fourth quarters and and in winning time is a different beast than Jokic in the first, second, and third quarter. And it's no surprise to me that Jokic and the Nuggets were cooked in the first half. And a little bit cooked in the third quarter, but when push came to shove, who was making the clutch plays? Who was getting the yes. stops? And Phoenix started having a harder time scoring. So. I don't think, and you've been. How many points lo- do you think Phoenix had in the fourth tonight without looking? 15? 12. 17. 12, and you know it. I know you didn't just guess I 12 out of nowhere. I, I believe him. I'm sorry, that was over time. They had 19 in the fourth, yeah, 12. That's not 12. But nonetheless, that's that's really Wait, that's, what? A, that's an incredible <laughs> defensive effort. I was wrong. He was what? wrong, but in a good, but in an interesting <laughs> I said way. Look, was I the closest? You were the closest. Adam, you were all over this. In years past, look, I mean, you lose Grant, you look, you lose Craig. There's some defensive issues yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But in years past, what made them You're that 11th, 12th best defense in the league? They were try hard on defense across 82 games, and that was enough um <sighs> the key for them especially this year because they're just not going to be able to do that i think is to be an opportunistic defense if yep. you are a top five offense in the league you can survive yep. a mediocre to bad defense yep. if it's good for five minutes at a time and i've always felt like Jokic can do that i've always felt like these nuggets can do that yeah um we can I'm talk now up. about jamal <laughs> i know brett is so fired up one He's win like really like focusing let's move down onto jamal murray because Tonight, his night was interesting. Only 18 points on 19 shots. That's bad efficiency. Nobody from the Nuggets could get to the line tonight. With why, why, yeah. Barton why was just that? was fouling at the very Why know, were the they unable end, to get to the line? They no, were driving a lot. Yeah, they were what, driving what happened? a lot. Um, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals, 1 block shot, only 4 turnovers. His night was so uneven. Here's here's my Murray take, and it, this is why he is so supremely frustrating. It's because he's really freaking good. I know. True. But because when he's good, the Nuggets are incredible. They, they are the team I that do. just like smacks the hell out of the Clippers right. when he's good. Right. When he's bad, they're the team. They kind of are not good. Like right. just, <laughs> all this other stuff has to go right for him. And tonight he was both. Like yeah. he was good for little pockets. Denver Jokic was off the court by the way when Denver made their first run, led by Jamal Murray and and some other point, you know, role players. And it's because he just caught fire and he was aggressive and he had pep in his step. But then it just kind of kept. I think there was like three ebbs and flows for him personally in this game. What I liked uh, that Michael Malone did was he tried to find Jamal Murray. Yes, he, he did. He started him out uh, with a stagger. Like he, he went without his yeah. big guy, he went out yeah. without the, the, the starters and tried to get himself going. The shot is not falling. He went 0 for 5 from the three point line. But he also, this was a game that was different from him because he found himself going in a different way. Even though the shot's not falling, he's now playing a little yeah. bit better defense. He he got, what, three steals this game? Second half um, defense was good tonight. He's, yeah, yeah, he's passing the ball. He's getting rebounds. There was a lot of rebounds that he went out of his way to just get, and I think it was just to prove, like, hey, I, I might not have yeah. it going on offense, but yeah. I'm still trying to be here for you guys. Right. I'm still trying yeah. to do other things. And I think that that's what separated Jamal Murray tonight um, because this was a guy that – a, a lot of people thought he was just in it for himself. Like, mm. I'm going to get mines. But mm. this year he's proved that, like, hey, I'm, I'm still trying. Even no. though I'm not shooting the ball well, even though I'm not good on offense, I'm trying to be here with you guys. Yeah, and that had- was Malone's point, right? He had that quote, was it just last week, about how I've been on him. Even when the shot's not falling, we need him to contribute in other ways. To Dev's point, seven rebounds from the point guard position, nine assists. Defense was better in the second half, finishes with three steals. So, Look, the shot wasn't there. The three-point shot was ugly, but he gritted it out, and he showed up tonight. Yo, I feel so good right now. 
<laughs> I could, don't you kind of want to feel like just pretend this is the first game of the season? It kind of is, though. I <laughs> yeah, mean, honestly, that's what it I feels mean. like it is the I, first I feel game like, of the like, season. I feel like, what are we doing? Like, who are we watching? Like, that, these games we've been watching for over the past 14 is like, it just, just, you don't have any faith that the Nuggets have resilience. Yeah. You don't have any faith that, like, when the chips are down, they're going to do anything other than fold. And, like, they were down by at least 14. They may have been down by more 16 at a certain point, like at halftime. And they just looked like the Nuggets of last year. Like, the Nuggets of last year would just never say die, right? And, like, right. they've just been chanting die over and over. We needed like, to see this. Die, die, die. We needed die. to see the comeback in the late game execution just one more It's a time, brand new season, right? baby. We're yeah. one and oh. Can you believe it? Let's Do you guys know what was on the marquee coming into this game? Do you remember when we did the pregame show what the marquee was? It's MPJ hype. Michael Porter Jr.'s return. And it's, we're getting to him so late tonight. But there's actually a lot of interesting Michael Porter details. So a couple stats to throw out at you. He played 20 minutes tonight, which if you would have told me how many minutes he played, I would have said 14. So uh, I didn't I realize he played. I see. I wouldn't have guessed 20. He got six rebounds, which really stood out because I thought his rebounding really meant a lot tonight. Two assists, seven points, plus nine. Uh, Dev, I want to start with you. What did you make of Michael Porter's first game back? Well, it was amazing to just have extra guys that, that you could yeah. rely on yep. because it, it got – Jamal Murray off the floor. He yeah. got Nikola Jokic some, some more time on the bench, and then they brought him in when they needed to instead of, like, offsetting the rhythm and then the, the, the bench unit going on a bad run. So I think that that played into the bench unit playing really well because they had another guy that they could rely on that could really score the ball all be there together. Um, and then, I mean, he, he's making shots. He's, you know, he didn't look like there was anything that was really wrong with him. Like, it didn't look like he took too long off or anything like that. He had, he was a positive. Was so good, there, there's nothing negative that you could say about him, and and hopefully, like they just pick up his his minutes and he gets to be back in the rotation. Yeah, um, the 20 minutes stands out to me tonight because we wondered if he was going to play a lot, a little bit, but 20 minutes, you know, that's that's good for a first game back, and he looked good. You know, Malone pregame was asked about like can he handle the, the workload or this or that, and he's like, dude, he's a. What Malone said without saying was. He's an incredible athlete. Yeah, he's <laughs> young. He's in shape. He's I'm young and he's in great about. shape. Like that dude could walk into an like off of not playing for months and walk into forty minutes. I feel. Like, it's just as one like, thing of like a uh, the back of an eighty year old. Well, I mean, uh, that's <laughs> so, unfortunate. So one thing about MPJ's performance in terms of the offense: seven points, three of seven shooting, not terrible. One of four from three, not great. Almost no minutes with Jokic, and yeah, this is a guy who can point. feast off of those minutes. Um, didn't look great at times defensively, but man, in that first half, no one did. So. I could sit here and go, he didn't look great. But <laughs> he didn't stand out to me. I mean, I'll have to go back and yeah, watch yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, look, there are just some possessions where you go, all right, Nader, really? Like, uh, but look, same with Barton Murray in that first half. Yeah. There's all some, of them. There's so something like I'm not, I'm not honing in on it. I mean, I just, he comes in, he hits that first shot contested oh from my the corner. Dude, and you're like, of course he hits that. It wasn't even that contested because he's so tall that. So, that's it. Yeah. Like, we were like, just shoot it. It took a second yeah. almost to shoot it. Then he's like, all right, I will. And so Drained in, it. if this is going to be a more than one game thing where he's with the bench instead of the starters, and my, my read on this is that Denver is, of course, working him back to the starting lineup. I don't mind if he sort of takes on a Jordan Clarkson-esque role of just like, eh, you, if you feel like shooting, shoot it. I, only, I don't mind it. The only reason, and, and I don't want to rain on the parade for, for tonight. Uh, go, for it, go for it. Here well, it comes. Push back. No, Grab your umbrellas, everyone. The only <laughs> thing is is that you do play differently with Jokic on the court than without him. And by the mm. way, tonight, no minutes for Isaiah Hartenstein. You only go with, like, good point. You yeah. only go with so like basically pick and pop stretch, stretch fours. Um, so it is a completely different thing. Like I have faith that Michael Porter can be a great player off the bench. 
I also know that Denver is not trying to make right, him a right. Jordan Clarkson. So, cares, so you're right yeah, that yeah. he could be great sure. in that role now, but they need him to be great in a much bigger sure. role. So that is one. If there was one thing I look at and I go, you know, whatever. But it was the first game back, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah, the, the, and you're reminded. The thing about Michael Porter Jr. is that everything he does is the loudest version of that thing. Like, yeah, it felt like he scored, you know, a lot more than seven points. Like every point, every basket he makes feels like five baskets. Yeah. Like, it just he's so impactful. He's so interesting. It's like it's like why you watch basketball to see athletes like him performing at the highest levels and it's like it just I, I don't man i just love watching him play basketball it, it just it just makes the entire experience so much more enjoyable so we're still waiting on harrison Wynn, by the way who um is speaking with nikola Jokic as we speak or waiting for Jokic. well Jokic getting a po- post game yeah, pumping you know he's really yeah he's, he's got to go while. down to the weight room then has a back-to-back tomorrow but before we go to that you guys we're doing a pregame show and I, by the way Big fan of the pregame show. Oh, I had a lot of fun. It's, it's a fun time. We open up DraftKings, who, by the way, is the presenting sponsor of our postgame and pregame and postgame show, DraftKings Sportsbook. You can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR. But we made some bets before this game. How did we do, Eric? Not great. Really? I did Speak okay. Speak for yourself. Yeah, I did fine. There well, was number one bet. The first bet that we called a lock today. You don't even remember what it was? Well, we absolutely nailed one. Jokic points. No problem. Well, no, Jokic Mikhail, points. The first one was Mikael Bridges, Bridges threes. Oh, oh, that was which was that one was and a half threes. I yeah. took his points and his threes tonight, and I should have put more money on <laughs> you it. That was going all. in the first half. He started like five of five, five or six five. for six from the, the, yeah. the three-point line, right? Like, he got off to a scorching eye start. That was actually to the... The actual difference in the game is oh, when they started sure. to defend him is when everything changed. I don't yeah. know if he, he probably had three points in the second half after yep. having a, a scorching hot first half. Dude, what about Chris Paul having 14 assists oh, in, the yeah. first half, in the first half and then finished with like 16? Hey, so yeah. recency bias envy he had rankings. One, he had one assist in the second half. One assist in the second wow. half. Recency bias envy rankings. Oh, he's so high on, on my list, man. What would you do to get him in Denver? <laughs> a three and D like knockdown shooter who's super smart. Like, I mean, he's, I don't know. He has oh. loser vibes. Who needs well, him? He does have loser. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't look like a loser in that first. Yeah, he, he looked. At, it looked like a loser. Right, so we were right. We were right about Bridges. We were right about Jokic points. That one was. I don't. I mean, Jokic points was a was a an absolute lock. Jokic double double was the scariest lock of all time. He got it, but it took uh, uh, to take OT. Took overtime to get there. I sadly took ten and a half rebounds and he rebounds. Only got yeah, 10, he yeah. Ended, he ended with ten. Uh, I did parlay uh, Jokic with uh, Nathan McKinnon shots, which I don't know if did that one go well for you. It did. It did yeah, did nobody well, does really about that one. <laughs> uh, how about Jokic taking twenty seven shots? Mm. By the way, um, you know Murray got nineteen up, but Jokic with twenty seven, and this has been a kind of a trend. Him taking shots, and tonight was more. Noticeable than anything else, I thought his shots because tonight he took a lot. Like early in the game, he had eight field goal attempts, I think, in that first quarter, and in the first like eight possessions, he had five shots. He was he seems to be going for his his shot lately. I truly wish that they would get him started like that every single game. You think just start out every single game with the no first help. five or six shots from him? Yeah, especially uh, like De- DeAndre Ayton, they believe in his defense, so they. They put him on an island and let him just go. Yep. And there's a lot of guys that do that, especially with a player like Nikola Jokic. For whatever reason, they think that since he's not as athletic, that right. they could defend right. him a little bit different than than the other big guys. And he, he torches every single one of them. But also, they already know that the passing is what gets him going and his teammates going. So you got to pick your poison with a player like Jokic. And DeAndre Ayton, they put him on an island. Yep, It was not a good island to go to. Yeah. Uh, you know what poison I would suggest? Rakia. 
<laughs> Dev, to your point, and Wynn said this, you know, tonight, and he tweeted it out too. It really does seem like that's a concerted effort from Malone, Jokic, everyone involved. If the help's not coming, they want him to cook. I mean, Murray's arguably his best moment of the season was that quote: "Baby food." He's not baby wrong. Baby food, man. There are. There are the pl plays that are baby food are actually hilarious because there are moments where you're like, oh yeah, oh he could. Average, <laughs> this is gonna be funny. <laughs> he could average forty a night, but he doesn't want to. But I do think when the help's not coming, Dev, I, I'm with you. Just every time, why not? There was a fourth quarter play. <laughs> was this the one you're talking about? Cameron Johnson switched onto him when Suns were like, stay home. You're like, what? <laughs> All right, sure, <laughs> stay home. And he sure. just he spins for the like layup like he's like a dad versus the son or like an uncle nephew kind of thing. And it makes it feel like like you know more than the the coach, the NBA right, players or the really coach. Does. You're like. What you mean, stay home? That's stay an easy basket. Like, dude, he'll punish us. <laughs> the worst idea you could have done. Jokic like, yeah, is so freaking good. Do you want right Gary now? Harris to shoot or Jokic to shoot? Like, Jokic that's your is call. so unbelievable right now. I can't believe I'm I, so happy. He's the I'm best so player happy. in the world. He, he right does now, feel like it. Um, all right, let's go to our our second break here. Oh, on the other oh, side, Harrison dude. wins. <laughs> you were hoping Harrison's waiting. Oh. Be mad at Jokic. He's working out right now, he's getting a nice pump in. Uh, unless you want to switch with uh, Harrison, you could tell Harrison, hey, I'll take uh, I'll take him tonight. Get it, get us in. I'm sure it's DraftKings. No, I already did that. Oh boy. Uh, oh, boy. So it's what a uh, nightmare. Duvalier Chevalier Mortgage. Uh, <laughs> last name is Prevent. Oh, I'm not supposed to read the whole thing. Is that the Ron Burgundy <laughs> copy, like you said? Uh, call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, Adam, Great you, have, time. you have more experience in like mortgages and stuff. I have an uncomfortably a, a, a comfortable just, amount of time. Just do you just want me to talk about I don't mortgages? Know anything about well, mortgages. I'll just talk to you like <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you. Vote. Please. I think it's a great idea to really learn the ins and outs of a mortgage. Okay, I will. Because they sound complex, right? They sound like there's something well, like overwhelming here's the to thing them, is but that they're they not. are complex. Well, that's why you hire a exactly. mortgage expert, mm. a loan officer, and that's what you're going to get here. But here's what I, I'm, I'm being serious about this vote. You you call because you want to ask. Everybody's afraid to ask the question, Make some right? Like I don't know. Decisions right, yeah. Now, yeah, right now, we'll get on the phone. phone. Take another <laughs> shot of Rocky. Get on the phone. I'm on, just on get on the horns yeah, with them. Um, no, but seriously, a lot of people don't realize you're trying to buy a house or if you're trying to refinance. It's not as it, it it is complex, but having somebody in your corner makes it so much easier. They just tell you, hey, here's how it works. You have questions, they work with you, and that is a service industry. People don't realize this. It's a service industry. They are there to help you feel comfortable with your decision. So give them a call. Or visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win How a free cool DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all those things Mars was just talking about. Let's go. That's dnvrmortgage.com. I would tell you how to spell mortgage, but you probably know. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Visit them now and <laughs> enter to win that free DNVR shirt. And that's actually it because we already did the Zoom Care one, so... We already did Zoom care earlier in the week. Somehow I feel like there's going to be an email. I don't know. Look, I'm about, looking so. at the, the log. So looking, the looking guy. ahead now, guys, looking ahead. So they have the Suns tomorrow. It's such a weird place to be in. I love it. I do, too. I actually kind of. I, well, first of all, the, it's so funny. We're so spoiled. When they have three days off, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't either. I was just running into the wall for like uh, like a long time. Yeah, you just get <laughs> stir crazy. You know, you're like, what am I doing with my time? So the fact that they're right back tomorrow, and by the way, we got Friday, Saturday. Tomorrow's gonna be popping here at the DMVR oh, bar. They but they play tomorrow. They do. Dev, I want to start with you. What are you What are you looking for in tomorrow's game? Now that you've seen this one play out, I, I would never wish injury on any player Whoa. whatsoever. But the fact but, that Devin, but, yeah, it's a weird the fact but. that no, the fact that Devin Booker did not finish the game. Ooh, that. That says a lot about where the Suns are. If they don't have Devin Booker for a full game, that changes a few things for the, the Phoenix Suns, especially the night after 
that that he just played this exact same team they might want to sit him down just to see what's going on right we didn't really listen to like what was going on so i don't know why he was out of the we game we had the abs audio on all night so yeah we couldn't yeah hear. so so i don't know what it, what it was that devin booker but he didn't finish the game so it had to be something that was serious um so just looking at that i, I feel like it looks good for the Nuggets, so that that was a turning point. Eric, what would back-to-back road wins against the Phoenix Suns mean for Denver? Um, to start a road trip, it's not even necessarily the opponent. Although the the opponent is nice because we've already gotten revenge on an earlier crushing loss, but um, just playing teams where they have an opportunity to scheme against you, you're seeing them two games in a row. Like you're not being surprised by what they're rolling out. It feels a lot more like a playoff series. Like. It just feels like the Nuggets would be uh, in a more solidified place, like yeah. like that this game wasn't just a fluke, that they just were able to you know survive it because uh, Booker was out at the end of the game or whatever, and they came back. And like to my eye, like the Nuggets were playing with so much more confidence tonight, yeah. so much more like reliable uh, offense, and they they didn't. I mean, they weren't entirely there, but like they just looked like the team that we were just pinning all of our hopes and dreams on. So to see them be able to do it two games in a row on the road, like, yeah. and you know, like I said, that would be two and zero on the season. So the season just started tonight. So I keep pumping and I really Let's highly recommend <laughs> everybody watching this. I don't know how many people are subscribed to the keeping it 1000 podcast with George Carl. It's different than the show. It's a little yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. different. <laughs> well, but it's super insightful because George Carl that's, just has like, that's why it's different. That's why it's different. <laughs> <laughs> because George Carl just has these like interesting little takes of it. And one of them that he had, and it's like things that when he says, you're like, Oh yeah, why wasn't I thinking of this? But because he's been a coach so long, he knows what things really mean things to a team. He said Denver didn't have any good wins yet. You know, the Warriors. Well, that was a good, that was good. wasn't great. You know, the Knicks one. Like that was good. Not great. I think the Warriors this was, was a great good. win. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a great win. Yeah, this one was. Win, this one was. Yeah. Yo, this and was punched. Get punched in the face and, and, and get punch, back Not out. only was it a road win against a team with a better record than you, a and a team, team that had beat you once, but also that they had to come back from being so far behind uh, to get the win. But here's what he said. That's how you build confidence. You don't get confidence from beating bad teams. You get confidence from overcoming adversity, you know, from, from winning the tough ones. And that's what Denver did tonight, which they had not done this entire season. So you have to think whether consciously or subconsciously, Denver takes away a little bit of something of oh, like absolutely. I mean, we all had this we all had this thought. Let's not lie to ourselves. Oh we thought the Nuggets were good. We thought they'd come out of this. Yep. But until you actually beat a good team, you're like, I don't know, maybe they're just not <laughs> capable of beating a good team. Sure. Yeah. Now you get over that hump and it's like, okay, you get another one, you get back-to-back road wins, and you're right. Not only is your record right back there, but I feel like your confidence is back there. You're right. The narrative, the record, the confidence, all of it. So yeah. I'm with you. And look, you know, Nuggets have blown some games to some not-so-great teams this year. They haven't played a, lot of, played a lot of good teams, and they typically play up. Yeah. So we don't – look, we're still learning a lot about this team, but – Maybe it's the case that we know they play their best with their backs against the wall. It takes them a little while to find their urgency. They entered this season with a short runway for the new guys, but also arguably their most, eh, we don't need to show up till, what, March or whatever kind of attitude to date. So we see them with their backs against the wall against a good team. Uh, Their backs pushed way up against the wall after that first half, and they responded. Maybe that's still in their DNA. And they can launch themselves. It's wild to think. They can launch themselves all the way into the four seed tomorrow. Right. That's what's so crazy about this season, it being as early as it is. Man, that's the biggest point. The Lakers and the Clippers got off to great starts. The Jazz look good. But as far as the home court, it's not like anyone ran away with it. And if, if you're going to point to a time where Malone experiments at the rotation, they're dealing with injuries, it looks like we're seeing the floor 
you'd rather it be now than two months from now. That is hilarious. They started off today in the 10 spot. They're right now in the eight spot. They're one half game out of the four spot. Yeah, it is pretty wild. Uh, who has to win it? Well, by the way, Harrison might have to tag you out. Let's do it. He's Jokic taking forever. Yeah, dude. So you might have to go talk to him and ask all Wait, the great he can questions. Do it now, man. I don't know. Is he over there? I think he's in two fifteen. I, I think he's in two fifteen. Um, all right. So who who needs to win the game for the Nuggets tomorrow? Like, what what player do you feel like the responsibility falls on, Dev? I think that the the responsibility falls on Jamal Murray, if. Devin Booker is out for the game. I think that that's a game that Jamal Murray goes to Malone and says, hey, let me sit a game. Let me get a few days off just to get myself right and get myself back into a rhythm. The team could win without me right now. I want to be my best self. I think a few days off is what I need. So I think that that's where it'll fall on. Eric? I mean, every game falls on the call. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's like it just It doesn't matter. Like, when we... Uh, when we don't think that any like he can't he can do any more like he does everything for the team like all the other pieces fill in like it's just dude it's it's just yeah it's Jokic it's always Jokic so the guy that I find to be very oh man we're having karaoke downstairs today who would have known um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys get hear this we're really we're really going at it still doing a podcast I'm, I'm curious for for Michael Porter tomorrow. Because this Yo. was the get your feet wet yep. game, like, and you could just tell, like, he was trying to manage. He was, and I think tomorrow is going to be the same way. I don't think he's going to come out and just go crazy, but I do think there might be more opportunities because all of these guys are are through a bunch, a lot more games than he is rested. I'm curious to see what responsibility he gets, and more than anything, I hope he gets minutes with Jokic because Jokic Murray. Michael Porter, okay, I can understand if you ease into that. Yep. Because that's a big adjustment. Yep. But get him out there with Jokic because those two need to develop a chemistry as much as anybody. Yeah. You oh my God. I just felt a, a cool, stiff breeze. Uh, I just felt a, a nice cool. And I can't wait to hear this. I don't even know how to get in there. You have to like fight through a couple couches or something over here. Does anybody feel that? Look at a, a, a nice whoosh of. Look at this graphic we have. The man with the wind in his hair. See, look, that's a very nice lineup that he has on this cartoon. And then it has a cool background. It looks like yeah. The Flash, but I don't know what it says. What does it say in whoosh. the background? I think it says whoosh. Whoosh. That's the sound the wind makes. That is the sound that the wind makes. Yeah, so, Harrison, you took a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I take it it was because everybody was in such high spirits. They just wanted to talk and talk <laughs> and talk after talk the game. Talkity, talkity, oh, talkity. No, I wouldn't say high spirits. I mean, guys were happy. I, I wouldn't say that we're we're jumping for joy right now, but I mean this was this was an unbelievable win. This was a great win. Uh, where do you want to start with us, man? I'm 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 curious. Why don't we start with Malone? Because yeah. I'm always curious his take. I have to imagine he feels good about this win because it was a gutty, a gutsy one. Did he let on? Is and the it, question. And it was also a win that he's like personally gonna love because they won it with defense in the second half too. Yeah, Let's go baby. And. The first half of this game, I said this to you when we were watching, it felt like one of those early series games against the Jazz where Phoenix was just knifing into the Nuggets defense at will, kicking it out for yeah. open threes. Yeah. And then the Nuggets kind of found something with their defense. Malone rattled off these stats post game. In the second half and overtime, Denver allowed only 58 points. They only allowed... Uh, the Suns to shoot 39% from the field and 31% from three. Denver had 32 assists to nine turnovers in wow. 80 
paint points. Wow. Nuggets had 80 points in the paint in the second half and overtime. That's incredible. It just in the second half and overtime? Yeah. Holy shit. I, th I think so. Well, that doesn't sound right. You guys <laughs> that sounds like insane. Maybe, like maybe, maybe that was oh, the whole game. Did they have zero in the first <laughs> half? Come on. Um, man, that's yeah, pretty. That, that, that's that pretty, might be the whole game. I, I think it's the whole game. Either Those way. other ones, second half and overtime. Yeah. Um, so Malone... What else did he have to say? Was there anything specific to, that he – is there any player that he, he called out? Did he have something to say about Michael Porter? He did not have anything to say about Michael Porter. Um, <laughs> on Monte Morris, Michael yeah. Malone, quote, I'm so thankful he signed that contract extension. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great quote. That is a good one. They're like, we're, we, are, we are holding him down. We ripped we him off. <laughs> were you guys impressed by Sucker. my, my uh, multitasking? Three years, now 29 million for Monte is a, it is a steal. steal. It is a steal, That's man. That's an absolute steal. <laughs> I love Monte so much. Can we yeah. say free right, drinks right, for Monte at the bar? Do I have the power to say Monte <laughs> drinks for well, free? We'll give, him, we'll give him 20 percent off. We'll give him 20 percent off. All right. <laughs> when you get into one of these chairs, it's like tough to move sometimes. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. I, I so I asked Malone about Monte. Like, I mean, we've spoken a lot about Monte, but specifically Malone cited just the confidence that Monte's playing with. Oh. He just seems more decisive to me this year. You know, like when he's got an open three, oh. he maybe he passes that look up. One out of every couple times last year, he's taken that shot this year, yeah. or he's just looking to get to the rim. Um, so a lot of Monte love post game. Michael Porter Jr. also talked. Okay. Um, I asked him like what he was able to do while he was away from the team, and he really made it sound like he did not get in the gym much at all. I don't. Think, how could he? Well, I, I mean, don't think you can be inside of a gym. I mean, think about this though, like. <laughs> <laughs> when the league was shut down, guys found a way to get in private gyms and whatnot. So I didn't know if maybe he had a connect or something that could get him a hoop. But he made that it was sound back like in Missouri, yeah, and he where has, he has connects. He also has real rules now. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. The offseason, the NBA's turned a blind but yeah, eye. Yeah, he made it sound like he was just pretty much uh, in his house. He said he, it was just a lot of Netflix, and he had like some stuff that the team gave him that he could work out with. But that was really it. Um, on just being away from the team if that was tough quote it was just one of those things that was out of my control i've just been trying to control what i can control leave the rest up to god i just tried to make a bad situation and make it as good as possible that's right mentality yeah. also what i would have expected him to say in this yeah. moment and on that note by the way i want to make it this is a sidetrack a little bit but Stan Van gundy had a great point of course head coach of the pelicans on a road trip and he was asked about like you know, the mentality of players during this whole experience. And he said, what people don't realize is that these road trips suck. And players' road trips, sometimes players' road, uh, road trip are excited because yeah. they're going out to the different clubs in different cities and you get to be around. You're like, maybe you're from, you know, you're playing in Toronto, but you get to go down to Miami, you get some warm weather, it's exciting. Stan Van Gundy, I know his experience, even in COVID, is different maybe than the average <laughs> player, but he's saying, he's like, people don't realize we go from practice to my hotel room and I can't leave. I just sit in my hotel room all the time. Yeah, now, yeah. maybe some of the players are going out. It's Friday night in Arizona. Maybe they're going out tonight. I don't think so. They're not. There's no way. And I don't. And so this can have two effects. One, I think it is means when we talk about a five-game road trip, most people, you know, at your house, you got yeah. your 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 girlfriend or wife or kids or whatever around you. You're not. It's no different. Imagine being in a hotel room where it's like I literally just have to sit here by myself for the next eighteen hours and not do anything. <laughs> and here's the thing about this road trip. 2K. 
when you can't go out, go out to dinner, go out like after a game, the most exciting thing you can do is like get on a plane and travel. Right, like, that's yeah. your treat as a player. But the Nuggets play Phoenix again tomorrow. They're in the same hotel room for yeah. 48 hours, right. like 72 hours maybe. Bubble but, vibes, but bubble vibes, and I was going to say, what is, oh, yeah, maybe Murray vibes. goes back back to the five-hour naps, and you know he comes out and drops bubble 50 tomorrow. Vibes. I don't know. I, wanna, I gotta try that five-hour nap. That's called sleep. That's what it's called. It's not a nap. It's definitely <laughs> called sleep. It's definitely a second sleep. Uh, anything else yeah, for Michael Porter? It's tomorrow, regardless of what time um, it is. Not really. He just said he's just trying to work his way back in. He said he felt good out there. Um, I mean, I was just kind of, I don't know if I was impressed because I thought he was going to come out firing and look pretty comfortable, but he seemed fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like in a game or two, he's going to be like ramped all the way back up. Basketball is not as easy for him. Like that's not yeah. the hard part. So, you yeah. know. Uh, so a couple other things here. Mont, I mean, I, I thought like the story tonight was Monte. Other than just Yoke's dominant game, I thought Monte was incredible again. Um, I've been on this a lot this year, but he's finishing at the rim at a ridiculous rate. I think he's shooting like seventy-seven percent at so the rim ridiculous. this season. It's up ten percentage points from last year. And he just pretty much said that. He's Dwight Howard in the paint. Yeah, he's like a center. <laughs> and the guy's 6'2". With zero dunks, yeah. right. 180. Yeah. But he did say that, you know, after he signed the contract extension, which he said just, like, put him at peace and just allow him to yeah. focus on his game. Um, one of his focuses this offseason, heading into the season, was finishing at the rim. Like, that's how his trainer and, like, the Nuggets staff focused on his player development. And he also said that he got stronger too, which is helping him around the room as well. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. Oh my god, I love it! I love it. Um, did Murray speak at all? No. Okay. What did you think of his game tonight? Um, man, it was up and down. He was uh, real quiet in the first half, aside from stealing some rebounds. It seemed like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, I only knew you were in here because I looked at the. Uh, at the I'm watching. Yeah, we're the show. talking about the game over here. Well, I never put you. You have like a yeah, separate a show look. going on over well, here. Well, I, I, I was watching. It's like <laughs> SNL at the end when they all come out for the last yeah, part. Yeah, first, <laughs> I was, I was just like, first off, I was, I was watching the trio. Office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Murray, I thought he had some nice moments driving to the room in the second half, and then. The last possession of regulation was bad when Yoke didn't get the ball, but then, you know, he, he redeemed himself in yeah. overtime when he hit the dagger. So um, an up and down night, I would say a step in the positive, in a yeah. positive direction, though. Well, I think that anybody else, any notes here? We got to kind of get out of here. Vote, uh, any, any last thoughts? Go Nuggets. Did you guys Go do nuggets. a pick of the week? Uh, we did not do a pick of the week. Do you want to do one tonight? <laughs> we we were gonna do a second we one this week. Too. Um, I'm gonna see if there's a line. You can do a pick of the week tomorrow if you wanted. Let's just get it out of the way right now. Oh. <laughs> do you, there's no lines for tomorrow though. No, I guess it's true. Yeah. Come up with one. Oh my god. What do we got here tomorrow? Do you got something you like, RK? Yeah, RK. What's the RK, you're the gambling expert here. Oh yeah. What? We're in the presence of greatness here. My favorite bet is 
Tom Brady, Tom Brady to throw a pick. Tom Brady to throw a pick. Are we doing it? Should I hop on me? this? Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. DraftKings pick of the week. Tom Brady to throw a pick. Oh man, I'm liking it. I don't know if it's a good pick. Let's or not. get on it. Oh, by the way, guys, on set. So tomorrow we're gonna have pregame show at 6:30. We're gonna have postgame show after the game, and then on Sunday we've got what are we calling this? The game, the big bets the, the betting bazanda. I'm gonna be here watching the football games live. It's like a second screen where we're just gonna be sitting here. Eating some food, I'll be here having as some well. drinks. I think I'm gonna making sleep some bets in the office, and, just and we're gonna have a good time. So another DNA show. That's big betting bonanza. Oh, you guys yeah, have to I'll know. I mean, I'm a big that's football that's guy. Awesome. Big, big football. Yeah, if guy. you want to hear Adam's uh, deep insight into the world of football, it's gonna live. be great. We're gonna be rooting really, really hard for that Tom Brady <laughs> interception. So I feel like that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm on it, you guys. I'm on it. Tom Brady interception. I just threw a I, unit I, down. Last big betting bonanza. I came out ten units up. Wow. What is the unit? Unit is what don't your tell people how much your bet is. is. My standard bet, for example, is ten thousand dollars yeah. per yeah, bet. Yeah. So everybody yeah. knows. Everybody knows that. So it's a little different. All right, guys. Thanks so much for riding with us. Don't forget to hit the like button on the like way us, out. Like us, Tomorrow, like us. if you're in town and you want to come out and get a drink, and you know, there's only like thirty-eight people allowed inside the bar. You yeah. want to be one of them? Get here early. Watch the Nuggets with us. We'll see you then. Adios. If you guys are looking to get your teeth clean, maybe get some cavities filled. Maybe you still haven't gotten your wisdom teeth out and you're just putting it off and putting it off. Hit up Green Mountain Dental Group. You won't regret it. They're who a lot of us here at DNVR go to to get all those things done. Get our teeth clean. Get cavities filled. Some of us have gotten our wisdom teeth pulled there as well. They're great people. They're good at what they do. They care about you as a customer. They're not just shuffling people in and out every day. They care about you. So hit them up today. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush, which is a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush that's going to last you a really long time when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Something we all got to do. We all got to go to the dentist, so might as well get something out of it. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam.